from Ennui. This is Ennui Talk. You can support the show and other Ennui projects by subscribing to Ennui Plus on Patreon. But for now, sit down and enjoy. I don't know. I've never been a big fan of tablets. Really? I don't know. I just think that... I can see the convenience mm. factor of tablets. Like, if you're in bed and you want to watch your Netflix and that, it's super convenient. But I don't know. I just, I just think. Like, I like. I've never had one, so I, I can never say that. I can never fully critique them, but yeah. I don't know. I don't think I would buy one. See, I think. Well, I was thinking the other day, like, oh, I would use it to do the work that I want to do on my desktop, but on the tablet. Mm. But now that I think about it, like, for example, you don't have a keyboard, you have the type which is like not that bad but like for example i wouldn't sit down and do work on my phone because it's like typing on this little yeah 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 keyboard's a big thing but i think like if you want to do like work you're better to have a computer anyway yeah because then it's got more processing power and you can you got more access to things and yeah i don't know i think a tablet it's great for like day-to-day just basic things mm. like if you're traveling on an airplane or something a tablet would be awesome oh god yeah but like just don't do that often enough no. and i see people like where i work they have they, they bring tablets to work mm. so they're very big and bulky and i'm just yeah. like you just got your phone like, yeah you got your phone good enough and i think is it, it'll do what the tablet can do is there anything that a tablet can do that a phone can't do like well what can it what can a tablet do that a phone that, that what can a tablet do better than a phone videos and stuff yeah larger screen larger screen but i think that's about it really i, I think, think of processing power i think phones are probably better yeah even though they're smaller i think mm. i think don't quote me on this but i think phones have better processing mm. power. what phone do you have right now i've got the galaxy s8 because i've been thinking about getting off iphone and going to either a samsung or going to a pixel because i've heard good things about both and i'm like I've, i think i've turned into a bit of a google guy like you know, like use my everything in Google Drive, Google Docs, blah blah blah. Yeah. Use my Gmail, um, use Google Chrome. Like I even tried to go to Firefox, and it was just like the little things that little plugins that they didn't have. And I think that's just more like the only reason I went back was because of convenience, mm. not necessarily more of. Because I feel like Firefox is probably the better, um, the better browser. But is it? I don't know. Like really? what's? I've never used Firefox. I mean, well, actually, no. Back in the schoolyard days. The schoolyard days. Fuck these I, McDonald's um, Monopoly. I got things. a version of Firefox that worked on our school laptops mm. that didn't have censorship. Oh really? So you could use Firefox to look at whatever you wanted. Porn. I'm not going to say porn, but it 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 accessed YouTube, which is what I wanted at the time. Interesting. I actually remember at school, like... That's all I've ever used Firefox for. Because I had, because I only had five subjects at the time. Mm. And I'd have a few, few periods on Wednesday, Thursday. I would go to do study, but I'd be working on shit and, like, watching videos on YouTube and shit like that. Because, like, you know, why not? I'd rather do that than study. Fair enough. Well, not I'd rather do that than study, but I felt like there was more... I did the work I needed to do in my other periods. Like, because, like, I think it was on a... One of the Thursdays, I only had two classes. Yeah. So I had like the first period off and I'd probably do my work then. And then another two period, like period, recess, period, then free period, lunch, free period, free period. So yeah. lo- the rest of them were usually like just fucking around and watching YouTube and planning. I think it was, that was when I was planning the early days on we of like, Hey, what is funny? What is good? Um, 
you know, just like researching different things. <laughs> what is funny? What is what funny? Is good. What is funny? What is sure, good? Sure, if you could answer those questions, you'd be successful. Surely. Um, I mean, that's what most celebrity hmm. co- comedians like. What is funny? Do. <laughs> what is good? Do you think that people like? Like, I've always wanted like th- okay, the way I sort of like in the end of year twelve, and then like for the next year, it was like. For the end of year 12, it was like, okay, I'm going to study what is good in comedy. And the next year was like, okay, I need to get a little bit of business sense first and then I'll start it up. And I'm always like learning. Mm. I'm, I always wonder if other creative people who were like actually successful did the same thing back in the day and to uh, what like level. Obviously, like things have changed, like yeah. like how social, like social media and um, yeah. technology and blah, blah, blah. Because sometimes it seems like, oh, um, like a lot of big YouTubers are just like, let's, um, we're just going to pump out content and when, um, we're just going to keep pumping out content and clickbait stuff. And then once we get successful, we try to get good. Like once we have an audience, does that make make sense? Yeah. I I get what she means. It seems some people do it like that. I feel like the most successful YouTubers are kind of like, you know, they they have a passion and they start Mm. like just a video Mm. and they just upload it purely from passion. Yeah. And then it kind of like grabs like a a little bit of attention from a small group of people and they're mm. kind of like, okay, these people like this. I'll, I'll, I'll keep doing that for yeah. a little bit. Then it just grows and grows and grows from that. It starts out as a passion. Mm. Whereas these people who just, you know, are flooding their frigging YouTube things mm. with keep video after video after video. That's fucking just because, yeah, they're trying to, they're trying to build the fan base before they actually have the passion for it or they're, it's a false passion. It's all for fame and fortune. It's not because they actually enjoy doing it. And then, and like, that's where I try to, like, I, I, I want to make stuff for a living. There's also, there's a while where it was like, okay, I don't know. It's like, oh, I just want to make things. I don't want to get, I think I did go through a period. It was like, I just want to make things, but fuck, I really want to be successful. And it's like, it really like, um, blurs your vision of like what you actually you want to, to do. Do you know what I mean? Between the two, yeah. Oh yeah. fuck! The, like the obviously like that like you know because everyone says it. The YouTube game is hard itself, but I think like people overcomplicate it with they overcomplicate it. They go like, okay, I just need to be big on YouTube, and they don't really focus on everything else. Like this huge, huge, huge YouTubers without any like subtraction on any other social media. And that's not a good thing, really. No. Like, what if YouTube... Well, it's starting... That's not starting to die, but, like, it's it's not as big as it used to be. You know what I mean? Like, it is yeah. as big as it used to be. With the whole adpocalypse thing, mm. successful channels are realizing that, oh, they're not making as much money yeah. as they used to, so they're, now they're diversifying. Like, they're mm. moving to Twitch and doing streaming and all that sort of stuff, or they have Patreon and all that sort of stuff now to get that revenue stream in, exactly. rather than just relying on AdSense. And, like, the Patreon model is not an old model it's just it's something on demand it's like content on demand yeah which is like it's been done before and it's like it feels it feels dumb really like advertising has always been done before as well but like that's i don't know i think youtube revenue was just like i'm really surprised that it sort of transformed into well actually no i'm not surprised because youtube is a global company it's always going to and it's owned by Google. It's, it was, I felt like the natural, not the natural progression, but the progression in history is, you know, it'll go more mainstream, more mainstream, more mainstream. And then the more mainstream it goes, the more, not more PC, but it's like, it's more, do you know what I mean? It has to go a bit more family friendly, a bit more. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. 
as the platform gains in popularity and mm. as, I don't know, as the original audience, I feel, of YouTube is starting to age, now they're having kids and getting their kids yeah. involved in the platform. Mm. They're realizing, well, actually, shit, mm. all of the creators on YouTube are actually getting older and they're creating yeah. more adult content. Mm. So we're going to have to try and find the content that's made for kids. Mm. And then that's sort of, you know, changing the use of the, pla- the main oh, use exactly. of the platform, I guess. There was a um, video that came out the other day by a channel called Nerd City, and it was a half an hour long video talking about the words that are banned that get you demonetized like right away, um, like lesbian does, like LG- like all these LGBT ones were, and it was very interesting because um, mm-hmm. the re- and they were talking about it because it's like being a lesbian or being gay or being queer or blah blah, blah isn't necessarily it's like. Not a- taboo thing no it's not why are they demonetizing videos about it like it doesn't make any sense youtube is a global company yeah in pakistan for example you cannot it's illegal to be gay yeah and you know they they have they have to appeal to worldwide the global audience, the global audience and that's right. what it is and it's and it's stupid it's pc to the yeah. extreme exactly yeah and like yeah. then the youtube puts out a video on their channel like you know it's, oh, it's lgbt month lgbt LBGQT, there's probably like the the pedo one in there. Like the pedo. LGBTQI, yeah, it is. something that's like that. The, yeah. yeah, intersex is I, isn't it? I have no idea. Like but um, and they put out the video, and the comments are like, "Oh, well, is this one going to get demonetized?" Because every like even just saying the word lesbian in the descriptions or the or the tags or the, I think watch um, I think it can get because think about it. So there's the the title, mm-hmm. there's the description. There's the tags, the meta, the metadata, and then there's also um, the the auto captions. So if it hears you say like um, lesbian, or it thinks you say lesbian, yeah, demonetize done. Yeah, it's pretty harsh. It is pretty harsh. It's very harsh. So right now, I don't really, I don't give a shit about what we say. I mean, there's this whole <laughs> movement for freedom of speech, right? And then there's companies coming along and doing that and just completely removing any form of freedom mm. of speech. Exactly. Very, oh, very counterintuitive. Very. It's just stupid. And what, like, what's the future? I think it's just like, um, like for me, for example, I'm just going to do what I want to do. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Do what you want to do. Do whatever you want to do. No, exactly. Don't rely on them. No. Just remove them from the equation. As long as you can get your content out there, just do what you want to do. Because I don't necessarily think like sex, drugs, um, like queer, like that, like those sort of like the, the, the taboo subjects can stop you being successful. Hell no. No, exactly. People get successful using that shit all the time. Like there's people like for the, the best ex- the best example I can think of is because I've talked about it. Because I remember, like, because I've watched the whole series, Breaking Bad, mm-hmm. and that's like one of the most popular. Se- I think it was, it was the most popular series popular at the time. Yeah, I think Everyone it was. was. Talking about it, and I think it was like the highest rated on IMDb. I think it's the highest rated drama series at the moment. Oh, wow. Okay. Sopranos used to be above it, and then Breaking Bad hit above. They're both two HBO shows as well, and HBO is a channel that's like never been. I think it's because it's a cable channel and it's not a network channel. They don't have to confide to some of the censorship things. So like in Breaking okay, Bad, yeah. um, people are getting murdered, people are getting like shot, like there's some very violent scenes, um, and it's still one of the most popular shows in the world. And it's hard to believe that on, well, I guess because like YouTube is a global platform, but like then, if it's things that it can't be seen by, like if it's an if it's an age thing, 
Mm. Well, there's the, the you know if if you have an under there's eighteen account, yeah. but then there's like okay, you can make a fake account and get blah blah blah. There's no way to to stop kids watching anything. Kids watch porn. Kids watch um violent play violent video games. Kids watch violent movies. It's the internet. You can get anything. You no, want, exactly. You want however you yeah. want. Like there's ways exactly. around everything. And sidebar, real quick. Yeah. Video game violent video games and movies don't make people violent. Or yes, they do. No, they don't. They fucking don't. They do. It's like the same thing with okay, <laughs> the Joker. Did you hear about? Everyone thinks the Joker's causing um is gonna make um shootings happen because cause, well, okay. okay the Joker. Have you like yes Trump, yes Hillary. <laughs> have you seen the trailer? Fuck. No, I do haven't it? seen anything about it yet. No, I'm, so, I'm kind of saving it. Okay. I'll watch it when it comes out. Well, without spoiling it, um. The main character dies. No, not really. That'd be a weird. Fucking the Joker dies no. anyway. Um, the the character itself, people feel like is an incel sort of character, which doesn't make sense because he doesn't hate women. It's not. There's, it has nothing to do with like. There's part. There's a there's a woman. There's a woman in the story, but it has nothing to do with the overall story. And they feel like the whole movie is about mental health. Like there's the a message in the movie is about like people with mental health. But people, and then um, I think it was CNN. They they put out article. They were, it was CNN who started it, putting out articles about oh the Joker's blah blah blah, blah going to cause like shootings blah 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 blah. And it felt like the media is trying to make it happen. Like nothing was happening yeah, at all. Okay, they're just blowing it out of proportion, reading into it too much, trying to create mm. shit. Just they're tr- the, trying to create. They're shit, trying exactly. to create their story. Mm. They can't, couldn't find something controversial enough, so they're trying to create something exactly. controversial. Like yep. there was a shooting or something that happened. I think I don't know if it was a Joker thing, but um, I think it was like a few, like maybe a month or so ago, and there was a big shooting. And they tried to compare it to that and work that into the story. Wow, but. <laughs> The shooter apparently only went there because it was opening night for that movie, so there was going to be a lot of people. Like, that was his thing. Yeah, it had nothing to do with the movie. Yeah. It could have been any movie yeah. screening. It was just about the mass of people. Yeah, exactly. That was it. Because I, I haven't seen the movie yet, okay. but I watched um, Red Letter Media. They did a big review on, on the Joker. But, like, their first, like, 10 minutes was talking about, like, this hysteria that has been created by the media. And they were saying, like, video games and movies don't cause people to start school shootings people with mental health issues people people make people cause it people yeah. cause school shootings mm-hmm. people sc- cause shootings people cause um what do you call it fucking terrorist attacks like it's not necessarily like it's they can take influence from it. it's like how like like back in the day with the columbine shooting it's like oh okay columbine shooting oh they played doom video games are bad video games are bad yeah they just want something to blame no, exactly that's what people do People like to find someone to blame. I can't believe it's they ha- something. Back. Someone has to be accountable. That's this whole. That's what the media believes. Some someone must be accountable for this, rather than blaming, you know, the people who were killed for Columbine. Hmm. It was just blame get that blame the games. Exactly. Like, that's what did it. That is what did it. So, well, blame the, oh, but it's not. It's a combination of so many different things that creates a serial killer like that. It's not just one specific thing like they played something violent once once it's like oh fuck all these kids playing Fortnite now that's a violent video game oh fuck me that's a violent video game sure mm. it's only pg you you kill that is mm. it's a battle royale it is it exactly. is a killing game but and kids all around the world are playing it oh but it's a great thing because a kid won how much money it was like four million fuck, four million yeah it was it's like, that's ridiculous that's a that's a career that's no. that's an achievement 
No, that kid could be a fucking serial killer. He, could, he very well could be. In the, in the eyes of the be. media, he could be a fucking serial killer. You just you're just giving him a means to the it's end the, by giving him four yeah. million bucks. Here he goes, get down, get down to the fucking. And that's probably actually worse. And, He's a, how old was he? Like 16, 17? He was like really friggin' young. Well, okay, it yeah. could be. It, this could lead to the same thing with like fucking um, child stars. So it's like, okay, he's young, now he's successful, got all this money, and yeah. now he's got all this money, and he plays video games, and we who knows, five years from now, he could shoot up his whole family in, in his fucking house, because, like, you know, he hasn't been able to adjust to the money, and shit like that. Like, I'm sure his parents are going to go, okay, let's put it in your trust fund, access mm-hmm. when you're fucking 30. Who knows? But that kid, and at the same time, on the other end of the spectrum, that kid could be fucking fine. Yeah, exactly. That, exactly. Who, like, you it's never more know. likely than not that kid will be fine. Yeah, no, exactly. Like, he, he'll more than. But how cool would it be if he like shot his whole family? Like, That'd be so cool. Questionable. Like, he'll do something controversial in, yeah. in the future. I mean, that's that's a given. If you give a kid that much money when they're that young, they're yeah. gonna do something controversial. Kid, like, with look it. at Justin Bieber. All the, the the shit he remember how he peed in a bucket. Do you remember that? Like, he peed. There was something about peeing in a bucket. <laughs> he was like seventeen, eighteen. Like, he was gonna Bieber, be. He's, he's gonna do shit shit stuff. Exactly. And that's the thing fucking kids like that they get fame fortune they think they're indestructible they do whatever the fuck they want that's stupid it's gonna happen speaking of the internet this is actually what subject because okay this decided real quick so in my time off of the podcast I was like okay what is the next phase of the pod like what is what would make the podcast like chat good 2.0 we chat 2.0 but like what like what I wanted to like evolve it in a way where it was just like because the Omni brand, and I'll discuss this on another podcast, it was, um, I wanted Omni to evolve from just like, oh, Omni is comedy, and to, Omni is the brand. Like, you can come to Omni and go, okay, like, this feels like it's in the Omni brand, whether it's comedy, drama, um, any, like, any genre of anything, of any type of media. And you can go, okay, I can see this is Omni. Does that make sense? Like, into Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, and I was like, okay, what is, what are our podcasts? And I always thought, sort of like, we're we're funny, obviously. Like, I'm the host, but it's like I <laughs> always thought. The best joke you've said all day. <laughs> I feel like nice. we're in. We have a unique view because of the age we are. So, like, we're in our almost mid twenties, and we grew up with the internet, and sort of. I feel like our audience is around our would be is I had would access be. to the internet yeah. from like age. 13 yeah i didn't necessarily grow up with it well, look, I, I went through I my most say, impressionable years with the internet yeah which oh, i guess yes. counts yeah. i guess counts very very much so that fucking battery one now give me fucking two seconds why the fuck is it still this to me musical oh, interlude Oh, I found a song. Yesty. Fuck. Fuck. Where is it? Hang on. Your viewers are going to love this one. Are we really? Sometimes I wish, like, 
It's actually a bag of assault. Oh, song's over, sorry. Where were we? Where were we? Well, we're on the Omni Talk podcast. Welcome back. Even though I'm just going to keep the recording going because I, I can't be bothered going, being going. Oh, okay, this is where we fucked up. I'm going to clip and it. And cut. You know, I want to keep it all that in just for, just for that. Oh. So now you're going to look like a fucking retard. Uh, um, I already look like a fucking retard. No, you look cute. Better than Brad. Jeez. His beard just doesn't grow as well as yours. He's a hunk. He is a... Do you think he's more attractive than you? This is my younger brother we're talking yeah. about. Yeah. Come tell us. <laughs> no comment. If you yeah, in the <laughs> in the um the Q and A episode of the podcast with the other day. That came out the other day with Brad with with Ben. We ranked who were the most attractive um members of the Omni crew. And I think I voted you as number one and then Brad. And I think all our fans are gonna agree. I hope they do. Sure. Okay. Anyway, what, what were we talking about? We're talking about um social media, blah blah blah. Like so that I feel like our audience is sort of like around our age. I guess you know that, and then younger. Okay, and younger, and young. Like, okay, I know um fifteen, sixteen year olds who like sort of watch us, and I'm thinking when we were that age, there was people who we watched, who really, during those as you said impressionable years, sort of like formed our um, our humor, formed our ideas. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I feel like the Onwee brand of humor. Hmm isn't necessarily intellectual it's very juvenile humor but do you think it's uh, and is uh, that attracting a juvenile audience yes and no i don't think that we're ve- we're necessarily just juvenile i think with that especially in our podcast we've said a lot of insightful things yeah the podcast's definitely more yeah. i don't know yeah m- mature i think okay but okay, here's an example okay with marty for example and i think i've I've always thought about this. There's there's two layers to, um, to Marty. There's the, someone somebody can just come in and go, oh this is funny, like this is funny, this is funny, like these are funny jokes. Um, this is a funny character. This is a stupid character. This is juvenile humor. And there's also the other level where you can come in and go, um, like in and sort of like, look further and invest more. And it's like, oh I see that reference. I understand um, that joke. Like you can you can look into the humor of anything. Like there's so many shows on television that are just like on the surface is juvenile which is like more um appealing to the mass audience mm. and then with your smaller audience they can go oh i get this joke i get this joke i get that reference i can look into this more um that thing that just there in the background it's like a little easter egg blah 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 i think there's there's always more to just the surface of the don't judge your book by its cover do you know what i mean don't judge yeah. your book. but you know like yeah i get it yeah like, I think there's some... I've written some funny jokes that I guess, like... Like, in this upcoming, like, little short film I've done, the whole thing is, like, Marty's, like, a Steve Jobs impersonator. And he's, like, he's like blatantly still... Like, he was, like... He's, he's called out for it. He's, like, what? Oh. So, you're a Steve Jobs impersonator. He's, like... As Steve Jobs once said, great artists... Great... What is it? Good artists copy, great artists steal. And that's the end of the thing. It's, like... Like, that's a... And that's like, there's the whole overbearing thing of Steve Jobs. It's like, you can just come in and go, okay, that's a funny joke. That's a funny thing about Steve Jobs. And then you can watch through and like, oh, there's Steve Jobs in the background. Like, there's Steve Jobs references here and there. And it's like, you can look into it more than just the surface. Steve Jobs is the one who did Apple, right? Yeah. Yeah. Correct. What subject in high school do you think Steve Jobs excelled in? 
I don't know. It wouldn't be... Te- it's not... Te- it's like nothing technical, is it? It's nothing technical. And it's, it wouldn't be maths because it's... I it's feel like maths. that's... Is it English? No, not English. No. Because I thought that because he's a, he's a good talk, he's a good bullshit artist. Um, history? Is it science-based? No. No? You, what is it? Calligraphy. Calligraphy, really? Mm. Why? No idea. Is it's it a fun fact about him. Really? Yeah. Do you know his like, parents were like um, Israeli and he got adopted out because they couldn't look after his kid or something? They couldn't look something like that. There you go. Yeah, interesting. Um, interesting man. Interesting man. Anyway, back to what I was... Like, <laughs> what I'm trying to say is... Because like, I was watching Joe Rogan and I was like, I want our podcast to be like that where it's like funny people, but they can talk about insightful things. And it's like the people who are listening who are like... They may be in that impressionable age. Because I know the people who from fucking work who were... Um, from McDonald's Scone, shout out, who are at that age and they're like, I try to, I want Omi to be something that I would want to watch when I was back then. But also what I want to watch now. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, okay. Because I feel like there was, I had good influences when I was younger, but it was like, I had to search for that a lot. Mm. I just like, for, like for humour and that, but for like, issue now my ideas. Is platforms oversaturated with mm. this form of humor so like you've really got to stand out still and how do we stand out whereas that, back then you know oh it's fucking easier it was way easier to get famous but as gary v says you can do it now better than you could before it's yeah, just you've harder got more means to it now yeah there's more means to the end but it's just yeah gaining traction exactly that's the thing and that sort of it sort of leans into in a way, because I wanted to, I wanted to discuss you about social media. First off, what social media do you use right now? What are your the plat all the platforms that you use? Um, all right, Snapchat, Snapchat, pretty big one. Mm. Instagram, Snapchat, Instagram, one. Reddit. Is that a, is that a social it is, media? It is. I feel like it's social media. Yeah. Um, and that's pretty much it. They're the main three. Okay, let's start off. Snapchat. I never use Facebook anymore. No, neither do I. Like that. Snapchat. Um. Do you use it? It's an interesting social platform because it's more like let's chat with our friends who we know who have always had Snapchat since like early high school, mid high school. And it's the best way to interact. Like our group chat, our friend yeah. group chat. Wasn't it created by accident? Was I it... created it by accident like four years ago mm. now. It was a very long time ago. I just wanted to send, I think it was like a random post I found mm. on Tumblr yeah. back in the day. <laughs> And I wanted to send it to like four of you, and mm. I, I, I rather like I selected the four of you, mm. and rather than like sending it to four of you individually, I just created a group. Created a new group chat, and it grew from that. It was just an accident. That's but, like I, I purely use Snapchat as a means of talking to people I already know. Mm. I don't use it to discover new things. Have you ever? Have you tried? Have you no. used the Discover platform? I've like used the fucking whatever it is, like the Discover shit. I look through it sometimes just for a laugh. Yeah. I don't use oh, it for anything serious. You, you can, Kate, you can look at that and you can tell what audience. Exactly. Like, it's teens. The very first thing is fucking Belle Delphine. How, did you hear about that? Like, that triggers me. Did you hear about what she did? I think I sent it in the group chat, actually, how she, someone stole a hamster, so then she spray paint on the side of a car. Give my... She's a fucking psychopath. Oh, she is. And that's like, Oh look, someone's got a fails and it it looks like a dick, but it's just their arm. It oh like that fucking annoys the right. shit out of me. I can't stand people who no, engage in that kind of crap. Wait a 
it's and like, little one. You, you scroll through it and it's like all these beautiful people and it's like oh look what they're doing and then there's like someone who's people of that audience perceived to be not as beautiful but everyone is beautiful so you know most of us everyone's beautiful in their own way someone who isn't as beautiful looks wise as these other people yeah. and it's like oh what did this one person do to like change all this sort of shit it's like to be yeah I don't... it's like fuck off <laughs> Fuck off. Come from your own it's skin. not interesting. Like, I know I'm not attractive, that attractive, and I just, you know, that's just like, it's not all about how you look. I feel like in high school, though, that's a, that's a big thing. It's fucking shit. It's like you... Popularity. You, well, it is. It's popularity. Popularity seems to be appearance-based mm. in high school. Yeah. But I know po- um, popular the, people... The most part. Then again, we were in a school where it was like, you know, that's attractive people, but it's like... It's a lot a, of the popular kids weren't that attractive. Look, think it's, a it's a country town. It is a country It's a country town. Exactly. Um, I mean, you're not going to get many attractive people from no, the country. Exactly. Wow. That's sorry sad. about that one. Sorry about that one. That's a, that's a <laughs> big claim. What a good take. I'm a country boy. Um, Instagram. What do you think about con- Instagram as a platform? Instagram. Um, I'm actually getting more into it than I used to. Agreed. Like, I'm actually following more and more people. For a long time there, for probably two years, mm. it was just people I knew. Mm. And... You know, me putting the occasional post up. I don't hashtag any of my posts. I'm not in it for fame. It's Mm. just, oh, look, guys, I went to this place. I took this nice photo. Have a look. Um, I put location tags, that sort of stuff. Like, when I went to Samara, I got a few good pics there. There wasn't some bloody good pics. But, like, that's all it's ever been for for me. But I've recently started following more, like, four-wheel driving um, people from Australia and that. Mm. Like, Ronnie Dahl and all that sort of stuff. Like, And they're good. I'm starting to watch their stories and like their posts and actually look into their stuff and i enjoy that like when i open instagram now it's not just people i know it's you know all this random stuff and it's it's nice i feel like instagram's the a platform i really i really enjoy instagram's platform especially following people i like blah 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 um there's also a lot of because i culled a lot of my um who i was following because a lot lot of them in in the nicest way possible didn't know how to use instagram i guess it's like maybe that's just what I want to see in my Instagram. Do you know what I mean? I follow more brands than I do people. Like, I'll follow, for example, um, what's a good example? Because, like, John Tron's more... a bit different because it's like, okay, he's he's his own brand as well. Yeah. So he puts out his own brandy okay. stuff. But it's like, okay, if there's... I'll follow Ethan, but I won't throw, follow Healer because it's... Her account feels like her account. The 83 account feels like... It is 8383. You know what I mean? It's his branded yeah, account, yeah. even though it's Ethan's account. Um, there might be somebody from like, for example, like from Cowchop or Roosteeth or blah, blah, blah. I'll follow like their main account, but I won't follow the individual personalities because it gets to... Some of, some of them can be good. Some of them I kept, I've kept and like, like um, become fans of them themselves. And then sometimes it gets a bit overbearing. A lot of people... What I will say is what a lot of individual personalities do well is... I'll post occasionally and they use their stories really well. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm I'm more the type of person that I'll enjoy if someone puts a post up every three days, mm. as long as it's got yeah. effort into it mm. and it, it's a nice post, mm. it's not over the top. Mm. That's what I'm looking for. Yeah. I'm not looking for three posts a day with low effort. Oh, look, guys, mm. shitty, poor quality, blurred photo. This is what I'm doing. That's like, yeah. I don't give a fucking no, shit. Exactly. Just give me a summary of your three days in one nice, clean, crisp picture or something or a little yeah. story or something, and I'm happy with that. Do you think it's easier to... 
Do you think it's less annoying seeing somebody do that on stories than it is as an actual post? I think it is. Because it's like, yeah. oh, okay, and then it goes away later. You can chuck in your highlights, depending on what it is. Um, what do you think of Onwe's Instagram strategy? Do you like, like, have you seen this? Like, like recently I've got, like, the Square, the Square videos, which I've, I've it's, it's easy to view than the fucking um, regular 16.9. The quotes are there. I'm not doing the video, the, the podcast videos anymore because it's like, I don't like them like that. And, like, it's too wide to make, like, really short. Yeah. Um, it's only two posts a day. I try not to oversaturate it. Um, I was going to go to one post, post a day, but I feel like it's too little for what we're... I've got a, if I've got a podcast and technically two, technically three, and a video coming out every week, it's like too little to do one post a day, I feel. Especially if you're like announcing one. Like, you like it's like, oh, okay, the video's out. And you want to put up clips occasionally here or there. But I've seen brand accounts that put out like three, four videos a day. And that seems too much. Yeah. That's do you think too two, do you, have you, do you think two is all right? And does... Any more than two? And I think you're yeah, pushing it. Yeah, I think so too. You've, yeah... Any more than two, and you kind of got to assure that they're like high quality. Yeah. Or those people are going to get pissed off. Yeah. Whereas two, if you put two up, even if they're not super high quality, I yeah. guess you can get away with it. Yeah. I don't know. I think it depends. For me, that, that's what yeah. I think at least. Some people might be different. I mean, if you, you're on Instagram, there was a thing saying, I think the average user uses Instagram for like half an hour a day mm. or a little bit less than that. Mm. And if they've got a million people all putting up two stories and mm. posts a day, they're not going to get through it all and it's just got, they're just going to get bogged down and then that's going to turn them off yeah. and they'll start culling people that put too much no, on yeah. their feed just to slim it, slim it down a bit and like so you got you got to try and find that balance I think that um, the other thing I think is because there's always with social medias there's there's the algorithm and like obviously Facebook's algorithm is shit now like pages have no traction um, but with Instagram it's like do you see all the, for example, do you see all the Omni posts on your feed all the time? Like, do you see pretty much every single one? Or do you see occasional ones here and there? I see most of them, I think. Most of them? I don't have that many people. Yeah, so well, I that, can, that might make a difference. Yeah. But I it's like how people interact with posts. Because you'll follow, sometimes you'll follow people and they won't come on your feed at all because it's just like, okay, you haven't interacted with this person for, I don't know how, exactly how the algorithm works. I don't think anybody does. But it mm. really makes a difference with how it comes up in people's feeds and stuff like that. Same with stories. It's like, okay, if you, if you're watching people's feeds and I think it's, I think it's, I feel like it's like a time-based thing. Like if you're sitting there reading what's on the picture, for example, like if you've put text in the story and they've stayed for like the retention rate is big, whatever you want to call it. That's more likely to skip to the front of your stories later on. Like I'll have the same people skip to some of my stories. And sometimes it's mm-hmm. like, that's cool. But it's like, I want to see, maybe more of a mixed bag. Like, I follow these people for a reason. Do you go through all, like, of the people you follow, how many people, like, when you just, like, hey, you are gone on Instagram the end of the day, how many stories do you think there are at the top of your thing to watch? Every time, I open Snapchat maybe four or five times a day just to mm-hmm. refresh it and see what's going on. Yeah. Pretty much every time I pick up my phone, I'll just refresh it. Yeah. There is one person I follow, that Ronnie Dahl I was mm-hmm. saying about, the four-wheel driver. When he's away on trips, he'll put out, like, half hour long worth of fucking Fuck Snapchat stories. So I yeah. sit there and skip through them. God, I'm, I'm not going to sit there. If it's got more than two bars of the mm. fucking Snapchat story, I'm not going to sit there and watch yeah. it because I'm just there for a quick update. Yeah. That's all I see the story mm. as. 
like I'm not interested in like listening to all that shit. Like if I'm at work on my like break, I'm not going to turn my volume up no. and sit there watching that for half an hour while I'm eating. Like I just want to quickly get through it or to look pictures. Oh, of course, like, that's all, that's all I'm there for. So like I hate I don't like when people just spam super long stories and like i'm gonna skip through that i'm not gonna watch that unless i'm a mega fan which i'm not a mega fan for anyone no yeah (laughs) i don't i don't do that i'm not gonna watch it i want to keep talking about this Mm. but i want to make people pay for it because we're like around a half an hour so you know what i'm gonna do hey guys have you heard that we have an only plus i like doing this at the end of every episode now because it's fun um give us fucking five bucks and you can continue listening to us talk about um this um, there's good vids. You know, there's there's like nearly. I think for only talk extra, there's like around. I think it's just clocked over fifty episodes. So it's like there's fifty things that you've probably never heard of. Some decent we're, content. We've yeah. done some decent content. You reckon? No, not really. You think? No, not really. I think we're pretty like we're pretty shit to be honest. Maybe I'll take a couple of layers off on we, on we. Don't 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 plus. don't do that. Why not? Because we need. I need the money to grow. Look I can. I can grow for you. That'll get you more money. What right? the fuck? What? What do you mean? Like in your pants? Is that what you're trying to say? No. I want you to go in your pants. What will make you go in my pants? If I started taking off my shirt right now, would you get horny for me, baby? Question. Hmm? Who's on the shirt? Um, Bernie from um Rooster Teeth. But Taylor bought it because it looked like right. me. Okay. <laughs> I was gonna say like. When did you get that much? <laughs> the fuck? On We Talk is hosted by Matthew Winner, produced by On We. You can listen to the show on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, or watch it in its entirety at youtube.com slash TV one You can show your support by becoming an On We Plus member, where you get exclusive series and podcasts, early access, and member-only perks. Join us at onwe.tv forward slash plus. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week.